0: You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is Black Hollywood Live, This Week, featuring news and commentary on This Week in Black Hollywood. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black. Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live this week, Daryl Kristen. You can read it. <laughs> you do
1: it. Hey, what's up, everybody? You're watching Black Hollywood Live this week. I'm your host, Daryl Kristen, and it is a fun-filled week that we have had, but I have two beautiful people with me today. Courtney Stewart is one of them. We're
2: beautiful. Hello. That's hello, right. You hello. like that, right? We try. You we try, try, right? She tries.
1: And DJ Jesse J. What's up? The- We got a lot of topics we're going to cover today, including Amber Rose has a slut walk video. Gabrielle Union talks about her fertility struggles. Actor Matt Damon's catching a lot of slack over his diversity comments. And I Stand With Ahmed campaign is gaining
3: a lot of momentum. Mm -hmm. And if you're wondering why we have AfterBuzz behind us, because we want you to know that this is our sister site, AfterBuzz. And we is about to move into a new New studio. studio. Moving on up to the east side. east side
1: it is east side it okay. is it is east side yeah. we're finally
2: getting a piece of
1: the pie y'all it's going to be an exciting new studio hey
2: okay.
1: yeah so Jesse I know you got the results from last week's buzzer meter question mm, we don't
3: have results from last week's or Buzz-O-Meter maybe you don't have, have the goes. results from last week's um, buzzer meter question well, we guess have you have didn't take one. the uh, that note that I gave we you me before uh, that that on Camera. That's yeah, but know. what was the new buzzer meter question the new buzzer
2: meter question is guys do you think the authorities handled Ahmed properly over in Texas? Mm. I stand with Ahmed. We don't talk about it.
1: We don't talk about that, but first we're going to talk about trending topics with DJ Jesse J.
3: Honey, know? well, what was been what's been trending was...
2: trending? Well, you
3: might have been online earlier this week, or maybe you watched the MTV Awards and seen something about this, but maybe you saw this promo from Amber Rose. It kind of went like this. Hmm? Sex is fun. Oh yes, it is. Mommy, did that woman get fucked last night? It seems as if she did. Oh hell yeah! So <laughs> this commercial promoting Amber Rose's Slut Walkers—they're kind of trying to reframe the word "walk of shame" of no shame. Right. Um, Amber Rose and the Amber Rose Foundation are working together to do a slut walk. Now, a slut walk is something that has been done before. There's the D.C. slut walk. Um, and basically, it started to promote. I mean, we've always kind of talked about ra- uh, rape cases where they sit, where some situations say, well, it's the woman's fault because she shouldn't have been dressed like that because it's asking to get raped, which is crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Um And that's kind of where it stems from. So as I was like looking up different slut walks and whatnot, that's what a lot of people were promoting. It mostly had to do a lot about rape. This is a little different. Now, Amber Rose is promoting the slut walk because she herself gets a lot of hate. Um, If you saw at the MTV Awards, I think we spoke about it. Her her and Black China came dressed up with graffiti like outfits with yes. words like whore, bitch, slut, cunt, um, and then had two gay men with them who had faggot, homo, queer, and a whole bunch of different uh derogatory words on them. So, the video came out. Um, did you guys get to see the video? I, I did. did, I did. What were your thoughts on it?
2: It's great.
3: Mm, entertaining. <laughs> uh
1: but I also it, here's the thing. I feel like sh- taking her serious with this is sort of hard for me because I feel like sh- everything she does is so calculated with the media, so it it, it lessens the message that she's sending out for me, personally. Mm.
2: Yeah. I mean, the whole idea that we know she has a reality yeah. show yeah. on the furnace right now that's supposed to be on MTV, Like it makes me think that she's just continuing to do things to remain relevant, but this is the message... Something that needs to be talked about and shared, yes.
3: And the word, do worries.
2: I get that from Amber Rose?
3: Right, like I, I just don't know. Because yeah. I get it. I'm sure everyone calls her a whore. Now, do I personally think that she might be one? I don't. I don't really know. I don't, I would like to think that she isn't. You know. However. But I'm sure she gets she a lot is, of words and things like that. I mean, if she's thrown a whore, at her, that's her prerogative. You yeah, you
2: know. What I'm yeah. So. so, I mean, in theory, like I guess it's really weird because she should be sort of the poster child of this because slut shaming and all of that is something that she definitely has dealt with, and for some would say good reason, others would say not. But the idea that she should be slut shamed at all is kind of ridiculous. So that she's tackling it and re. Purposing slut whore, whatever she's calling it, to her betterment, I guess, is a good thing.
1: But here's my question. I, I thought people didn't use the word slut anymore. What? I mean,
2: mean slut, lore. I mean, Horses. slut just seems like hey. it's such
1: an old school word. You know what I mean? No, I feel like I hear slut all the time. Really? Is she
2: a slut? She a slut? She I a mean, hoe. I hear she's
1: a hoe. I hear you know whatever, but I never hear slut anymore. Yeah. But you know.
3: it's out there. It's uh, there. Well, if you guys want to participate, you guys can go to slutwalk dot com. Uh, it will be taking place here in LA, October third, in Pershing Square, from twelve to five. All money raised will go to um, different vendors in which you can get tested uh, for HIV and different diseases. Um, Positive. That's also bringing services like sexual awareness and food vendors and whatnot and just kind of...
2: I guess I know why it doesn't work for me. Why? Because her whole like mantra seems to be the capitalization on her physical appearance.
4: Mm-hmm. Right.
2: And that doesn't mean she should be called a slut or a whore or anything else. And some would argue, like if that's what she's got working for her, then that's how she should make her money. But it's kind of hard have. to be—I mean, and plenty have, and women have done it for years, and yeah. some men. So, but at the same time, to like try to give me this like intellectualized version of what we should what be I'm thinking saying. of women with yeah. your whole thing is your whole creation money of, off of who you are body. has been based off
1: of that. That's exactly just, the credibility. It's lessons. hard to
2: repurpose. But Your they body say when you sell it, exactly.
1: Yourself. But they say like six thousand people have already, I think, signed well, up. Well, because for
3: this. I think there's already a movement in it, and when I saw the DC one, it kind of made me look at what Amber's doing differently. Because I was like, oh, okay, I get it. You know what I mean? Because I we have had that conversation before about rape, and I understand that stance on it. Um, but at the same time, I feel like now we're taking somebody who, ben- like you said, benefits off using their body and promoting their body in a certain type of way. In um, a sexual way. In a sexual like, way. Not
2: like, oh, I'm very strong and I want to be right. Like, yeah. you are selling your sex. You're yeah.
3: selling ass shots. And, you know, for me, in the video was kind of like threw me off because you're making now you're making a joke out of it like you have a kid talking about mom did she get fucked last night like here's my issue whatever you do like if you escort if you do whatever you do like that's your business that's to your own but keep it in your bedroom don't put it out here so my kids can watch it don't put it out there so my little cousins can watch it and that's where i get irritated huh did you say escort yeah. I don't know if that's what she I'm saying people. Oh, okay. Okay. I was like, wait, is there a little tea that you have uh, for no, no, us no, right no, now? No. That I'm I've not never saying Amber Rose like, okay, escorts I BHL story no, 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 I do right not there. know that. I'm just saying whatever. Okay. I'm thinking of other situations. Okay. Whatever your situation is, if you want orgies, <laughs> Sodom and Gomorrah, whatever your deal is, keep that to yourself in your room. And I'm not judging you for it. I just, I get upset and irritated when it is brought up and put out in the public. Like, oh, that's okay. It's okay to get fucked last night and then my little kids you know what i mean kids are hearing this and they're thinking like oh well she did it like that's okay and the younger generations younger and younger and younger i'm telling you i'm never gonna get out of my head a seven-year-old eating a 13 year old out like and that is where i just keep on looking mm. at this world you just changed
1: my whole thursday but i'm
3: just saying that but that was a moving situation for me because where is our generation who are they looking up to they're looking up to people who are talking about this and i understand there's nothing wrong with sex But don't wash it and rub it all in our kids' faces. And it bothers me. It really irritates me. Because do you want your daughter... Is it a daughter or a son? She has a has a a son. Do you want your son open to this? You know what I mean? And, I mean, boys and girls are different. You know, if you had a daughter, would you be different? Would you be doing this slut walk the way you're doing it? I think it's interesting that you show up at the MTV Awards with an outfit that says, Bitch, Whore, Slut. But then on your website, it says keep it clean no profane or sexually offensive uh language on any type of clothing no signs if you violate you will be asked to leave um i just look at that like
2: well i think the whole point of the thing at the mtv awards if you subscribe to them actually trying to make a statement it was a piece of performance art which is right. why it was not right. there to be derogatory it was there to show no, something I, about ourselves n- yeah so i understand why for the walk, to not incite, because if there's a large gathering of people, like, you don't want to, you want it to be peaceful, you want it to be positive, so let's leave that at home for that purpose. But at the same time, I don't know. I want to buy it, Amber, I just don't.
3: Alright, well, moving All right, on Moving on. From moving on. That. on. So, know. Neil Long was um, on Twitter the other day, there's this project called the Innocence Project. So... The Innocence Project was put together by Peter Newfield and Barry Sheck, both white men. Let me just state that. And basically what it is is they go into uh, prisons and they do DNA testing on people uh, who were convicted. Uh, And basically using they're trying to promote that using DNA testing can help people who were wrongfully convicted – and get them out of it, get them out of there and it's it's been proven to, to work so she was giving her support to them and in that she used the hashtag all lives matter and black twitter went ham um, but i got to say at the same time that black twitter went ham there were a lot of people who were supporting it because I get the all lives matter versus the black tw- black uh, lives matter. I understand that. I clearly am not allowed to comment on that
1: because I got a lot of burn because I said something.
4: But you can comment on this because in your context, it, you
1: were know, wrong.
3: This is a different context. not wrong. And but. I think it took a lot of people to go to the website, which maybe that was all, what this was all about. Because it did lead me to go to see what the Innocence Project was about. Um, and then people started getting on Twitter and being like, well, it isn't. What she's promoting isn't for black, just black lives. It right. actually legit is. It is, actually is all It's alive. for everybody, yeah. anything, and just anybody who's been wrongfully accused. Um, so, what do you guys think? Are we getting out of hand with the all lives, black lives? I mean, with this situation, how? What do you guys think? And is was Nia crazy? No, go to ahead. Even, well, no, no, no. Well. Courtney, was Nia crazy to be doing this using this? Um,
2: I, okay. Did she know what
3: she was doing?
2: At first, I was like, she didn't even think about it that way. She was just thinking about All Lives Matter. matter. But I don't think she's that vacant. I actually think she knew what she was doing. Um, I don't think it was a dig at the Black Lives Matter thing. I think she was just speaking to the fact that it's not just black people that are affected by the Innocence Project and that can be freed. And that, that was not... They were just separate issues in her brain, and I, I speaking like I know what's in her brain. But what I would say that I would think that she just thought they were two separate issues altogether. Because it wasn't like it was like a person that was convicted because they promoted Black Lives Matter, and right. then she went and responded and said all lives right. matter. And I think that's where the issue comes in, is that people come back at Black Lives Matter as it when they're coming back at it with all lives matter, that is a dig at Black Lives Matter as to say like, well we're, we're that you missed the, missed the point. I don't think she missed the point. I don't think she whatever. And I think Twitter just went nuts and she didn't say anything, which I was actually really impressed mm-hmm. by. So and Which Instance I'm gonna Project learn to do amazing. as well.
1: Courtney educated me <laughs> a couple Project weeks ago and told amazing. me I'm not allowed to say any more comments. on I'm not YouTube. You won't, I won't say any more comments on YouTube. You or on much
2: as you like, or anything
1: because it's better just to not say anything. Y'all
2: Daryl, real sensitive because some of y'all fans out there don't be mean to lives Matter. <laughs> <laughs> just so y'all know, Daryl likes black
3: women. You don't have to say it every every show. We say it every by show. The way. He likes black women. You know, we women. need everyone to understand that Daryl likes black him some chocolate he women. He likes
2: chocolate women and he does believe that black lives matter.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, uh I won't, even, I won't even I will even start. Uh it's not about me right now. What to answer your question. <laughs> Nia once Shake again I down. think people I think people missed the boat <laughs> people missed the boat because as as you were saying Courtney it wasn't about just what a boat black what boat was issue. that Daryl it was about <laughs> them
2: black people's on that boat pe- <laughs> them black
1: people on that boat you know you can't get on that boat no I'm That's joking amazing. I am joking and I can't
2: look at you the same way you anymore. can't look at
1: me the same way anymore right um,
3: for Uncle Tom, huh? And
1: yeah, Uncle Tom, <laughs> coon, every name in the book. That you know. Oh, my oh boy. This is just a funny show. <laughs> all right, go ahead. All yeah. right, so the point that I'm making is basically I agree with you, Courtney. Is that people were missing the point. It, it, the 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 cause of it is for all lives. It's not just black lives. Yeah. So I do. So did you
3: just agree with Courtney because she's black and you didn't want to agree with me as well because we both said the same statement? You're not black. We're not going there. Go ahead and finish what
1: you said. That's okay. Okay. Uh, Clearly, you want to finish it for me. So go ahead. We'll move on to the next subject.
2: Bam! Oh, there's some else. Well, Well, on that note, guys, again.
3: Whatever your favorite TV show is, as soon as it's done, <laughs> check us out our sister site <laughs> over at AfterBuzz altogether. TV. Right. I'm going to take your job. Um, on that note, Courtney, what do you have for uh, gossip and news? Gossip
4: and rumors <laughs> and
2: what's going on. I kept dropping my phone. Sorry, that was the noise that was what? happening um, um. because my iPad isn't working. So I have to read very small print, so bear with me. Okay, so everybody was talking about this. We were talking about this earlier. The hashtag, I stand with Ahmed has been trending since basically Tuesday night, Wednesday yep. morning. Uh, for those of you that don't know, a young, a child, a 14-year-old boy, freshman in high school by the name of Ahmed Mohammed, uh, decided to bring in an alarm clock to school that he had made in his house because he likes to tinker and build things, and he thought it would impress his teacher. He apparently showed it to his English teacher, who immediately thought it was a bomb, notified the principal, the popos came, They arrested the little boy, dragged him up out of the school, took him downtown. He was questioned. Family wasn't present initially. When his father finally knew about it, his father came down. They said that the father wasn't allowed to talk to the little boy. Apparently, Ahmed repeatedly said, it is a clock. It is a clock. But he was arrested because under, there's a stipulation that says anytime, you know, someone brings a hoax bomb to school, obviously they can be arrested. And which is what they did, even though he repeatedly said, It's a clock. Word is is that he he was never saying it was a bomb or threatening or anything. The um, representative from the school has spoken to the media, claiming that the media has presented an unbalanced view of what happened. So supposedly there's some additional information that the media is not aware of and that they're not allowed to release until the parents sign off of it. To me, that was kind of trying to allude to... Ahmed might have did something wrong type situation. So I don't know how they're going to color that, but that's what they're saying right now. Mm. Um, The uh, police chief also spoke to, this was in Irving, Texas. The police chief spoke to the press and said that his color and his religion and his ethnicity had absolutely nothing to do with what we did. We would have treated any other child the same way.
3: Mm. Or were you sensitive because it was around September 11th?
2: things to think about but either way since all of this happened the hashtag um i stand with ahmed trended his i believe his cousin uh, started with the picture on tuesday night you there's a picture of ahmed in his little NASA t-shirt he's so little and
1: cute (laughs) he is really little little. little that's how that's how little i was when i was a freshman
2: yeah and the picture she sent the picture and had people tweet it and then it started to trend and people started sort of telling their stories i stand with ahmed and things that have happened to them etc etc um and it's taken on a life of its own like to the point that it was actually even brought up at the JV GOP debate yep. last night. Bobby Jindal got asked the question um what's the line between basically uh being vigilant about this Islamophobia that's going on and whether or not there's actually, you know, people in this country that want to attack the country from within the country and being worried about that and police being vigilant about that and then straight up profiling and racism. Jindal didn't have a real answer for that. So <laughs> I can't really say anything other than that. But uh, so the question, I mean, I guess it remains for all of us. Like, they thought it was a bomb. They treated this child this way. And now we're in the situation. He is saying that now he will transfer schools. He was suspended for three days.
3: I don't blame him for transferring.
2: And his uh, father, I mean, his family is of uh, from the Sudan. Yeah. Uh, which has also started another whole debate online and in articles about him being classified as brown in the press versus black, even though technically the Sudan is African and whole, the whole lines between brown and black. And would it be different? I mean, he well, that's was considered black, so that's a subject. whole other yeah. thing. Like, there's all so many like layers of racialness right. going on in this story. But I say Muhammad is still trending, guys, and that's where we stand right now. The little boy is looking for a school. Oh, the White House reached out to him via Twitter and said bring your clock. President yeah, Obama, President said, Obama. You and bring your and clock.
1: and Facebook, Facebook as well. Mark, Mark Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg invited
2: him to yeah. come there's a Canadian astronaut that yeah. invited him to come on his show. Um, lots this kid is taken care of in terms of, you know, his future and his future is good. getting into, yeah. you know, whatever and supporting the sciences and that kind of thing. Everybody seems to be reaching out in a positive way, but Texas ain't backing down like they said. Yo, we thought it was a bomb. We did what we were supposed to do. I'm
3: not mad at
1: them. Listen, I'm not mad at them. To a certain extent. Go ahead. Well, no, what I'm going to say is this is a catch-22. We are, unfortunately, in a society right now where we have to be protective of things like that. You can't even go to the movie theaters now without worrying about someone doing something to you. So I'm not upset of the fact that his school... Could have thought that this is something that they need to investigate. The process of what happened to him, I don't agree with. A fourteen-year-old kid, yep. I don't believe that he need I, to when be they arrested. Say that it, when they say it was not about race, it was definitely about race. Mm-hmm. If he was, I'm sorry, but if he was a non. Sudan Muslim or Muslim, Muslim child. child I don't think the process would have been handled the same way I do not think that he would have been handcuffed and arrested I do not believe that um so there is a race factor to that but the to be a teacher and to have him come in with a clock and Jesse you made a good point I didn't even think about this around September 11th you do have to be weary now and I, I because it was for no
3: reason. Like, was it like Show and Tell day, or he right. just was like, "Hey, look what he I did." He it brought, they say he wanted he to impress. He just wanted to impress, impress his teachers because it was the beginning of school. Had it for a long yeah.
2: time. He made it out of a pencil box. Like he'd been using it for a long time, and he just wanted.
1: It to wasn't his the his best teachers. decision for him, but you know what? Wrong time. So, social time. skills time. may not be the best. Yeah, for him, I mean, he's a you little know? bit
2: geeky, so he probably does not have the like wherewithal to. But do I fault the teacher? Yeah, little. I don't.
1: I don't fault the teacher. I fault the teacher for having him arrested once again, but I don't fault the teacher for being suspicious about about she has to you have to think about it this way. Like I come from a family of educators and I, we were talking about this story and my aunt was like, listen, kids do crazy stuff and you have to be observant of that. So she said the process of what the the teacher being aware that there may be a bomb is not. That's the reality that we're in right now. No. So, yes, we can turn it into race. And yes, do I think that race is part of it in the fact of him being of his of his racial background? Yep. And, and what happened to him, absolutely, that played a factor to it. But I'm not going to lie to you. If I was a teacher, I don't care what race you are. If you bring a, a clock in here, I'm... And you wasn't supposed to be working on clocks that right, day. I right, I might be... You could be a little blonde white kid. I'm going to be like, oh, uh... No, that's a different type can, of scare. Can we have the police come in and uh, check this or, or do the little test to make sure there's
3: no weird See, powder yeah, on this? What's
2: interesting is I'd actually be more afraid if it was a blonde white kid.
3: Well, actually, I would too. Right I'd now. be afraid of any of them because here's my thing. One... Think about your teachers back in the day. You know what I mean? Like, you have a certain rapport with the teachers. The teachers watch you. They understand you. They kind of have an idea of who you are. It's interesting to me that... Yeah, but this is the beginning of a school year... Freshman. freshman he's a freshman they don't
1: he's know his background probably that, and that's he probably he came from, up oh, in an true, interview yeah. saying
2: like his teachers didn't know what he was capable yeah. of yet and he was like so excited to. yeah he's a them, new like, kid okay, freshman year they don't they know on, his background so they don't yet. know him yeah but there was also a comment made i don't know how accurate it was but that the when he was called to the principal's office or they took him there the police were there that the police officer commented oh that's who i thought it would be kind of alluding oh, to the fact that okay. and i don't know how true that okay. actually is but that is out there in the universe that that was said when the kid came into the office so that was very unpleasant to see and i understand we're on the edge of our seats because we don't know what the hell who will to shoot up what and blow up what whenever they're gonna do right. it but the bottom line is the kid as far as we are aware and i can only speak to what information we've been given when we're given more information we can change our minds because that's what new information does, it educates you. But he at no point said anything threatening. No. He kept repeatedly saying that it was a clock. And if it's really an issue... Why wasn't the school evacuated? They figured out what it was. No, exactly. while he was
3: held. But the like, fact with that the he keeps saying it's a clock to me doesn't matter. That doesn't matter because it gets to a point, Courtney, where it's like, okay, I could literally bring a bomb in and be like, no, it's just a clock. It's just a clock. <laughs> right. Well, that's okay? fine, but that's yeah, what I'm saying. Exactly. Like,
2: evacuate the school. But evacuate
3: the school. Get everybody out.
2: Him, have him sequestered with the authorities. Like, I don't understand why he needed to be handcuffed and taken downtown in question without his ridiculous. parents. Yeah. And this whole extra thing, like, evacuate the school. Figure out what the hell it is. Determine it's not a bomb, and then move on with your life. Because to me,
3: isn't that illegal so, to take a child out of school without well, that's the, the thing parents that knowing? Haven't
2: been able to figure out. <laughs> and then on I not know. only like that, up Texas law but how I
3: many know. times have I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever had this in high school, but I mean, I've had threats happen in school before where they would find a note where it would be like, I want to kill, oh, yeah. and then listen yeah. to people. Yeah. That person always, was expelled for a week.
2: Ever since we went out of school after Columbine. Anybody that was in school yeah. after Columbine had Absolutely. those situations. They had those same situations. So yeah. That's why I just don't. It just seems strange to me. Like They weren't talking about the school evacuation and all that. It seems like they just locked this kid up in handcuffs and dragged him out of school like a piece of crap and then figured out what was really going on.
1: And do you think that he, he'll sue the school or his family? Oh yeah, well no. they've the up
2: and I think that they're probably going and to... And he should.
1: As he should, yeah.
2: I mean, you know, it is what... Well, I, well, you guys say he should, but should he if you think that the they reacted...
1: No, what I think he property? should in the process of what was happening... I, I I'm sure that there are different laws with schools that procedures that you have to go through. I don't know what that procedure for that school is, or or, or Texas, for example, the state of Texas. They're I have no idea.
2: Followed procedure.
1: Well, if that's the case, then you know it is what it is. But
3: I don't on like the flip side procedure. of that,
1: like I said, I think that race definitely played a factor. Now, I think if he was if he was of another race, would he have gotten arrested? I don't think so. And I also wonder if it cut. happened
3: later in the school year. If it would have been, I'm telling, like to me, it was. It's a sensitive time, especially bringing it around that date. Yeah. And I didn't even think about that. That's a really good point. I didn't think about that. He's You're even more sensitive
1: about that. That's that's
3: a good point. I, I, I mean, I'm that. just coming you know, from, from some ignorant teacher's point of view. But. You guys
4: know what happened on September 11th as well, correct? In, uh, like,
3: that, in, on in, September. like on September on,
4: September on this past September uh, Oh, oh. Um, I, was like, I, was like, no, I was like, wait, um, is that,
3: is that trolling a trolling
1: question? <laughs> I was like, what are you saying right now, Steve? No,
4: at Mecca, crane, there are two cranes that, <laughs> that, I heard that. fell. That fell, yeah. And killed about 150 people. Yeah. So some people were even thinking that that was an act yep. of terrorism against right. them. So, yeah. I mean, there is some Americans who believe that, oh, they're going to retaliate now, because I right. think that's yeah. us. Like, there's right. there's a lot of tension there. Yeah. Well,
1: and they're also, it, that's a good point, Stephen. Um, uh, Stephen from the booth, if you guys are just listening to us. But hey, 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 um, hey. another point they're saying is that because they, there's a fear that there are so many people in America that are ready to retaliate.
2: Well, and, I'm glad you bring, yeah, go, sir.
1: No, no, well, go ahead. But, well,
2: that that just brought up, because I was just, i uh, <laughs> I can't remember what I was listening to. It was because I'm a talk radio nerd. So I was listening to something. I don't remember what it was. But they were talking about sort of the process of, like, how the FBI and the CIA and trying to figure out, like, who's a problem and how we're following people online and that kind of thing and trying to get a profile of what these people that would actually be American citizens that are going over there and becoming fighters in Syria and becoming fighters in whatever and then coming back here and possibly causing problems – And one of the things they were talking about was the idea of, you know, how we have in this country, like this idea now that we're so separate because of technology and we're not really bonded to the people around us, which we actually were just talking about earlier. And this idea that a lot of Muslims in this country are starting even more to feel like very isolated and not a part of American culture because they haven't assimilated in the way that we are maybe accustomed to assimilation happening when people come over here. And it just sparked me thinking, like, He's in a target group in terms of, I don't want to just say ISIS, but, you know, that yeah, yeah. cell and over there. Younger and younger, too. They're, they're looking training for young, young people. people. And this yeah. incident for him could be severely devastating. Right. And he's obviously brilliant and can do all this amazing stuff. And it would be so sad that that positiveness in him is broken in any way because of our fear that turns him into exactly what we he wasn't to begin with, right. and that we don't want. And well, I well, let don't me tell know. you why Amez will
1: gonna just, be okay though. Amez mm-hmm. got. Facebook and all these other people. For
2: now, I, I, yeah, but, like yeah, but what going to People get frustrated and tired of being like allegiance to a country that doesn't support them or think positive of them. They wonder why black people started to get violent about stuff. It's because you live in a country where you pay your taxes and you do what's supposed to be right, yet somehow you're still targeted. So I, there's a weird sort of psychosis. It's a weird thing, but let me tell you something, with.
1: though. That, but it's better here than it is most places. Well, yeah, but that, I'm so, not
2: disputing that. I don't want to go anywhere else, but I'm saying that the very thing that we're afraid of, we might also be nurturing in people. No, you're because right. Because of our fear. No, you're right. And to figure out what that line is between being vigilant and just being homophobic and fearful and fucking it up, like, how word. do we figure that out? Great work,
3: mm-hmm. by the way. How do you figure that out? I mean, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I get it. It's, for him, it's like you look at the situation, it's like it wasn't a science fair project. It was like, boy, like, you're in ninth grade. I feel like you would... I don't know, I'm trying to think of me in ninth grade, but I wouldn't have done something to that extent because I probably wouldn't have cared enough. But it's like, to think about the times, to think about that, I mean, there were people who would make little bombs and light them off in school, and not that they weren't going to blow anything up, but they were like... What school did you
1: go to? You said people, like multiples. (laughs) What the hell school did you go to? I mean, I'm
3: just saying, out backwoods, but I'm just saying, people could put things together, and whether they were smoke bombs or whether they were little situations and light them off in the school. And those people would be expelled and whatever. So, I mean, to me, I can understand why there was an awareness and of being scared or whatever, even with taking the race out of it. I think that it still would have been a scary situation if little Timmy had, you know, came down, white hair, blue eyes, and with his metal
4: box and was like,
3: hey, I want to show you something.
4: I just think you can't fault people for trusting their instincts because their instincts I, are what's yeah. going to save kids in the school.
3: I agree. The but instincts, to, but it was just the
4: arrest. It was the, the arrest. The arrest the was wrong. The arrest is
1: wrong. But if she had not reacted, you're right, Steve. If she had not reacted it, to put other kids in jeopardy, I don't know how big that school is, Because if a kid but came I'd to imagine the, it's a high school. It's got to have at least several hundred kids in that school. You, can't, you have to protect those kids versus just one. Because
3: if know? a kid had came in there with a clock and wanted to show his clock off and it had gone off and had blown the school up, then it was like it's oh, well, whole... there's not enough security right. or there's not enough yeah. this. So I'm I'm happy that th- someone was aware of being like, well, that looks kind of interesting. A Con- congratulations to your creativity, but let's right. just check the this out. Up. And yeah. why don't you go sit in the principal's office until we get this figured out and then we're going to bring you back to class. Now this kid's right. going to have this mark on him that is just like, I would be nervous for him to go to, into a new school. Because oh, you that bomb kid, you this. Think about our gener- like the younger generation. They, that's why
2: I'm like, that's my whole thing about turning him into exactly what we're afraid yeah. of. Because it, he's going to be a target now in his area. Those everybody around that area is going. to He's going to be that a target, happened. but the
1: fact that he has these bigger brands and corporations when now 14, on his side, I think that's going to help him. Though I think it's going to help bigger brands. Don't matter when you're
2: 14 years old. I don't know. I, I don't think to it school, does. If you have to go to school every single day, still like. You're you're not about to go to college. I'm not right saying now. he's not going
1: to get teased.
3: He's going to get teased. Our but ninth the, graders really but, following Obama to see what Obama But Teasing is not the easy
2: thing that we <laughs> used to experience as teasing. Kids are killing themselves over being teased right, right you're now. Right. And you're right. The, if he's on already video. in an environment that they're kind of, you're right. it's Texas. I'm gonna. It, I mean, they have a Muslim community in this city, but I'm guessing that they're the minority. Like right. he's probably already had a mark on his back because he was Sudanese to begin with. So now I just, I don't know. I I'm think concerned.
4: it. I think it sucks, Bill, because he's damned if he does, damn if he. Exactly. Right now he's done this If the media didn't blow it up to the proportions that it is No one would really have known about it If they didn't arrest him, nobody in the school would have known about It would have been fine But if you really look at it, you take a kid who did something stupid I mean honestly, if this kid is smart enough to build that He's smart enough to know the implications of walking into school With a briefcase that has a timer on it He's smart enough to know better He did it but the problem is, is now that he's done this, bring something that looks potentially dam- dangerous to a school, that, is, but it ends up harmless. And now people are rewarding him for having done this. Now we have Facebook and all these huge Silicon Valley things offering him jobs. Now President Obama's inviting him. It just opens the door for more kids to be like, oh... Maybe I can bring something that looks dangerous to school. Huh? He did it. It turned out fine. It's like, I I'm going to bring in a, a gun that's actually a, a calculator. It's a catch
1: 22. Okay. I mean, well. i mean, <laughs> <I'm not exaggerating laughs> I mean, I feel you. It's a catch 22, but, you know, it's a catch 22. Either
2: way, it's still a very complicated question yeah. that we're going to have to answer for. Over Let the us next know what years. you guys are
1: thinking about yes, that question, actually. Please. We'd love to hear your comments about Join that. that comment. Join that conversation. Do you stand uh, with Ahmed?
3: Right. Do you? All right. Stand what's our with another topic we Speaking
2: of other. Complicated questions. So, careers, babies, women. Mm. Conversation that we're having, actually, at the GOP debate again. And everywhere else, uh, apparently, Gabrielle Union is having this conversation. And so is Tyra Banks and Chrissy Teigen. But, uh, um, so, Gabrielle Union did an interview for Red Book this week, or a few weeks ago, coming out for October. Mm -hmm. She's on the cover. And, um, basically, she's talking about the shame that comes along with having chosen career over babies, and she's obviously married now to Dwayne Wade. I call him Dwayne Wade because that's how he spells it, even though he <laughs> pronounces it Dwyane. which was very disturbing to me. Thank you. I just had to share that. Anyway, so she's 42 years old. He is 33. So uh, they are nine years apart, and apparently they have wanted babies. Wait, she's how old? She's 42, mm-hmm. and he's 33. He's only 33? Yeah, cool. he's 33. Wow. I think older apart. than that. No, they're nine years okay. apart. Um, and so that. basically she has just said so far it hasn't happened for them they wanted kids but she made the comment and said specifically the penance of being a career woman is barrenness you feel like you're wearing a scarlet letter She said on the other side of the argument, like if you decide to go and, you know, have your kids and try to have career at the same time you get pregnant, your career will take a hit and quote, you can't have a bad day. Don't you dare cry at work. Don't you raise your voice, especially if you're a black woman in corporate America, because now you're also the angry black woman. So she was just kind of, and that sort of, her comments ignited conversation over social media and everywhere else about women and babies. And literally yesterday, or maybe it was, was I still don't know what today is, Tuesday, I think, on Fab Life, which is Tyra Banks' new show. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They started a conversation. Chrissy Teigen brought up the fact that she's tired of being interviewed and asked about having babies because she's okay with dealing with it, but the reality is She's younger, too. Isn't she in her 20s? She's 29 years old. Yeah, she's in her 20s. But it was brought up to her it's brought up to her constantly, because she's now been married to John Legend for two years, but it's offensive because she said, I'm emotionally in control but you bring that up to the wrong woman, I'm actually having problems. We haven't been able to conceive a child, and we've been trying. And the idea that you're judging me, because I don't have kids yet, and asking me about it, like, you don't know what I'm going through, and that sparked Tyra into a tearful episode and basically she expressed how she has actually been trying for probably the three years with in vitro and things like that and she has not been able to get pregnant yeah. either
3: question with the Tyra thing where did she do that on does she have her own show fab life, yeah, yeah because oh, okay. i was like i yeah. know the tyra yeah. bank show still ain't on no no no, right? no 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 she's, no, no. she's got a
2: new show the fab life it just yeah. premiered this week this think, week actually. okay do chrissy teigen's on the panel yeah. there's it's like five of them and yeah, yeah. so anyway
3: is it cute Okay. It's all right. Go ahead. else happen. It's
2: all right. But so yeah, so everybody's talking about women and babies, and then of course, GOP debate last night talked about the same thing. So it's in the news. Everybody's talking about it. Gossip, gossip, gossip. Do we have babies, women? We're still being judged for whether or not we have children and get married, even in two thousand
1: and fifteen. I, I mean, I think it's a tough one. I mean, that, do you think
2: the, the
3: Scarlet Letter thing is real?
2: Yes.
1: Yeah. Really? Why?
2: Because if you haven't had children, even if you haven't gotten married and you were past the age of like 35,
3: yeah, people okay. start looking
2: at you like. What's wrong with you? You don't want to get married. You don't want to have babies. I'm not past the age of 35 yet. And people are looking at me like, you don't want babies. Right. You don't want to get married. And you
1: always say you, you're not in a rush to get married. Like, And you've been with your man for a while.
2: But somehow something's wrong with that. We it's it's just not something that fits into our but a man but can my, be
1: forty and, a he's, a be and he's a bachelor and, like, and he's George just George Clooney is like George Clooney just got married to what fifty fifty one fifty yeah.
3: two yeah I, and I mean I, only, and
1: I think that they might be trying to have kids now or something like that possibly. George Clooney is a
3: star. Yeah.
2: I mean, I get it biologically in terms of kids because reality is you can't, I mean, it, it can be a struggle, but it, it, even seeing with Chrissy Teigen, she's 29 years old and she's struggling to have a baby. Right. And it was really- Chloe de-
1: Kardashian, look at her.
2: Exactly, and it, I mean, it was really depressing because last night on something they were talking about, uh, it's still biologically, even though we live to like 90 now, like, it, it's prime time to have a baby for a chick at 20 years old, between, like, 20 and 24. Well,
3: I mean, I look at my fa- my my family, most of my mom's uncles and all of them, they had their kids at 20, 21, 23, yeah. 24. Yeah,
1: I, I mean, it's a it's a tough thing because... they keep it's, pushing it back. They keep, they keep pushing it back, and here's the thing that's tough with it. Like, my, my mom had me at 19 years old, and she's, she had me her freshman year of college. Uh, my parents were together since they were in ninth grade. But they after that, they got married. They got married when I was two. And then they, you know, mm. yeah, they got married when I was two. And then my mom went on to have a great career. So I've seen the opposite, the side, opposite side of that and see it work. And my mom's always been one who's like, I'm trying to work. You know, yeah. I mean, my mom just turned 59 and she's literally like, you know, trying to really just keep it going, you know, like, she's like, I'm still moving and shaking and doing my thing and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it's like, I I don't know. I just feel like that part of things is, 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 it's interesting perspective of things because I've seen the working mom and I've seen my mom really be the, the, be both sides. She's been the caretaker and she's also been the career corporate woman.
2: I think that's awesome. And it's a great story. And that definitely if you are determined to do something, you can do it. You will finish your education. You will go and work. And you will be at whatever it is you want to be. At the same time, in 2015, college is not the price that it used to be. So to pay for your education alone is a hardship on the majority of people in this country, which yeah. is another thing we're talking about right now. Um, so, But then at the same time, there were hardships that were different at that time. Right. when Your mom had you. So the, everybody's got their thing, but... It, It just, and the bottom line is, is that every time you come up to a chick and you're like, why you ain't got no kids yet? It's rude. Because you have no idea where she is, what she's going through, or what she's been through. Because she may very well be trying to have a kid at that moment and can't.
3: And it probably ain't none of your business. And
2: it's none of your business. So go Gabrielle for speaking out and expressing her truth. And we're talking about it again. As we are about to vote for another president, yeah, who and our, you know, everybody's about to defund Planned Parenthood.
3: And, and
1: I hope, actually, I just realized else. I hope my mom's not listening to this because I just added several years to her age. I just thought about that, but she added
3: several <laughs> years to her. I age. did. Said a shame, well, a because shame, I confused her shame, with my aunt, but it's a different subject
1: because my aunt just had a birthday. Sorry, mom. Um, so anyway, we-
3: okay.
2: <laughs> we'll check out Redbook and talk about Gabrielle, <laughs> yeah. Dario, Christmas mom.
1: Yes. Uh, all right, so we're gonna move on to our final topics today. But I also, before we do that, I want talk about draftkings.com because yes. we've been talking about football obviously football is starting up it's again i'm a started. big football person but uh draftkings.com is an amazing place to go and do fantasy football that and they mean. got some great prizes obviously
3: over ten, $10 thousand dollars pr- worth of prizes i'm sorry ten, $10 million $10 million dollars $10 okay. yeah. dollars okay. in prizes two million dollars for the first uh for first prize one million dollars for second prize
1: and, then and it's real easy. Winning. You just go to the code black and when you go to the site and you can play as much as you want to. I'm really getting into black. this whole fantasy football thing. Draftkings.com is actually mm-hmm. helping me to kind of get my feet wet, you know, but I don't know. Have I don't you guys you have blind? you guys tapped the water I a little been bit yet?
2: I'm afraid. Girl,
3: like isn't football season I don't know anything open? about. Like football. I don't even what are you, know when football. time oh, oh, I just, oh, what are you talking about? It just started. It just
2: started. I mean, I actually know when the season's are. I don't. I just know, I, I
3: just know that the Super Bowl is in like February and of January, right?
2: Usually it's in of January February.
3: I'm just waiting for that in my show.
2: defense, I am not emotionally equipped to follow sports because I have hostility issues.
1: Okay, well, that's and fine. I accept that in my life. Well, then you should definitely play. <laughs> and y'all don't want
2: football. me angry and <laughs> drunk yelling, should, yelling about a football game. And and so need to do add do with gambling in, so yeah, let add, add to the next Add story. money. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, but if you guys <laughs> like it, we, it we, code
1: black. You can remember that. black All right, we're gonna move on to the ER Web Story Spotlight of the week. We obviously have been talking about diversity a lot today and also just race relations. And we clearly we pick a lot of subjects for that on our shows for the last couple of weeks and just entirely. It is Black Hollywood Live. Live. (laughs) And so we have another story that is in the news that is getting a lot of burn and heat right now. Actor, filmmaker Matt Damon recently made some comments that have been uh, not so well-received, we'll say. He is obviously a part of Project Greenlight, which is the HBO special that highlights filmmakers and gives them a lot of exposure and opportunities to kind of take their career to the next level. Um, This is the fourth season that just happened. He always has a staff of a variety of producers and filmmakers and directors involved. Um, Effie Brown, who is um, the producer for Dear White People, recently was on one of the episodes with him as part of his staff and made a suggestion about an upcoming project they have for the film, which will have a feature a African-American woman who is a prostitute who is slapped and basically, I guess, beaten by her white pimp. So what Effie was saying is that in this storyline, we probably should make sure that we have a lot of diversity when picking the director. So what Effie had suggested was that they have a Asian man and a woman Um, for the directing part to be sensitive to diversity. Matt apparently had some other ideas of her suggestions, and Mm -hmm. what they say is that he he quickly interrupted her comment and said, When we're talking about diversity, you do it in casting of the film, not in the casting of the show. Pretty deep. He has recently apologized in the last day, and this is what he had to say uh, in, in his apology. He said, I believe deeply that there needs to be more diverse filmmakers making movies. I love making movies. It's what I have chosen to do with my life, and I want every one of, of the young people watching. Project Greenlight to believe that filmmaking is a viable form <laughs> of creative expression rim? for them too.
3: Who wrote that? Can we look Wait, Let me,
1: Let me finish though. Let me finish. My comments were part of a much broader conversation about diversity in Hollywood and the fundamental nature of Project Greenlight which did not make the show. He said, I am sorry that that offended people, but I am happy that it started a conversation about oh, diversity in Hollywood. A hero, Matt Twitter, Damon.
3: Twitter went Damon crazy. Is a hero. Twitter
1: went crazy, obviously, because black people are like, listen, we've been talking about diversity in Hollywood. I don't know where you are, what rock you've been under. We've been talking about diversity for a long time, Matt Damon. Sorry. So, you and this apology is not sincere. Now, they're starting a new hashtag, Damon Splanning is trending.
3: Damon-splaining. Damon-splaining. All right, I'm going to put like What are your this. thoughts about this? Now, Matt Damon is a Bostonian like myself. So I know that sometimes us Bostonians, we get really heated in, in 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 an emotional moment. And sometimes we can say something and we mean well, but it just don't ever sound the right way. Now, my thing is with this situation, though.
1: I feel like you about to go to church up in here. You, you
3: It just sounded like you've been thinking about some things for quite some time. And because for you to say, <laughs> that's really direct that's to say, direct. but we're talking about diversity. We talk about the casting of versus ca- the show versus casting of the project. I'm just looking at you like, what's the difference Matt Damon? Because you want the paycheck. And I understand you probably do want the paycheck. And maybe Matt Damon is in this place of Mm, And I can't believe I'm about to really go there, but maybe Matt Damon is in this place of white privilege where he feels like all of these black lives matter and all of this stuff. He starts seeing black directors getting things over him and he starts feeling like, well, wait a minute. This is ridiculous. I have this, this, and this. And he's feeling some sort of way about upcoming directors taking spots that maybe he could have. Well, maybe your ish ain't as good as some of these upcoming directors, Matt Damon. And that's my thing is because that just sounded very specific you know what i mean because we can all make stupid i make stupid statements all the we time we all do we but all do. they're very generalized stupid statements that sounded very specific and it sounded very different than your pr excuse uh in which you were come out the hero which is also very interesting to me that your pr well that, that your response the spin is always going to be was a spin that you were the hero in this to start this debate because i've seen you do so much work in this field um I don't know. It's funny because uh, when we were looking at the topic, it said Matt Damon said some dumb ish to some girl.
2: That was what I, I
3: was dying because I read it and I read what he said and I was just like, I don't even know if we're going to talk about it, but obviously we're going to talk about it because I don't even know. Courtney. But Matthew, stop it. Courtney, what do you think?
2: I mean, I'm just real sad that like I can't go see the new born movie and be happy about it no more. Cause like, but wait, isn't he's not in it? Isn't he doing the next one now? Because the other dude, oh he is. Oh uh, yeah, because Jeremy Renner, was doing it, whatever. Jeremy Renner. And I just, I mean, and I don't want to be like judgy because I tried to like. Figure out how to rationalize because I actually really liked Matt Damon like as an actor or person in Hollywood. But as I guess. an
3: actor versus person in Hollywood, person two in two Hollywood
2: persons. like I don't know him so like I don't really have any legitimate claim other than like I really like Jason Bourne and like I believed in you. But then when I heard that and then I watched it and I watched the video multiple times. So I'm like, all right, Derek, come on. Like, ain't nobody that blank. Like, you're not that vapid in this. Like, and, and, and it, maybe it would have even been different if he wasn't talking to a black chick that was yeah. like. Okay. And then you saw her she, response. She, she
1: said, she say. said, wow. I she mean, just, after he made the statement, she literally took a breath and said, wow. wow because
2: it, I would have literally been the same person. Yep. Like, I.
3: I wouldn't know, not know how to respond because
2: the level, and 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 then I was like, well, technically it wasn't even really English, so maybe like it didn't mean what it we he, he, think it meant because he said. The same thing because he said casting the show. Yes, casting- it wasn't proper. So I was, I, like, was I was
1: confused at first. Yeah, until I, I was like I was confused at first. I was trying I to believe it. that yeah. maybe
2: he just like misarticulated it. Yeah, and it. he got caught up yeah. and, and that's why he used the same it. word yeah. in yeah. the show. But then like when the apology came out and then he says some yeah. crap about oh he got edited wrong. Yeah. And, but, but, but you're the executive producer. Like project greenlight is your shit. You and he said it wasn't like only parts were put on the
1: show that he don't play me with like
2: that. Like and. I feel like the apology is what made me believe that what he actually was saying was, was ignorant as shit, and yeah, he meant it. and he meant it. Because yeah. the apology came across as bullshit to me, and now I can't go see Born. I Didn't anymore.
1: Well, now I can't see The Martian, and I have a free pass for it next week, and I still am not going to It's gonna just lame.
2: See it. Like, come on. You, you cannot possibly... But then there are people that, just like in the rest of the world and rest of the business, that believe that, you know, shit is what it is, and... Discrimination and diversity is easily attained, and it's not that bad, and whatever. So he maybe he really believed it. Listen, well, media
1: is going crazy, and Twitter is going crazy, and they're saying it's white privilege, and I have to agree with it. You know, I was a Matt Damon fan. It does make me look at him in a different way. I but I look at I,
2: you real sideways. But now, brother. but
1: you know, but it goes back to the statement of what we talked about before. Do you make a statement sometimes that you don't necessarily mean? And I did think that he tried to clean it up, but after the PR part came out, I was like, oh, he really he meant
2: he that. meant it.
1: He meant it. So and it, it would have been better me. if you yeah. had been
2: like, yeah. I kind of meant what I said,
1: but, but I didn't mean it about in the context. It, it does sound said. pretty bad, yeah.
2: Because diversity, blah 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 blah. Right. Like, don't pretend like you didn't say it or that right. it got edited wrong, and that's not how you really feel. Like, right.
3: but, watch or, him hire a black. Uh, well, that's uh, now, director.
1: now. Listen, now the director <laughs> will, will definitely be black on private <laughs> green light for sure. All right, we're going to move on to our last story really quick, um, which is the. Leading black or leading movies right now in the box office are all with leading black, black actors. So, really quickly, because we're running out of time, is number one is The Perfect Guy with Sny Lathan, Michael Ely, and Morris Chestnut, which debuted number one with 27 million. Yeah. We have uh, the previous week, which was dominating the box office as well War Room, which is uh, starring Priscilla C. Shear, T.C. Stallings, and Karen Abercrombie, which earned 12.6 million. And of course, we know straight out of Compton, For which we've been talking about, prior. which is our. It opened up with sixty point two million. So, yeah. um, there's five
2: weeks in a row. Five guys, weeks in a row. Black black, black folks, leading actors
1: are changing things, and so
2: maybe Matt Damon was right. That's diversity, as long as they're in front of the camera.
1: As long as they're in front of the camera, yeah. And we need
3: them to get behind because that Perfect Guy movie, I was looking like, we've seen this movie like Well, there was a study that was just done, the
1: 2015 Diversity Report by UCLA's uh, Ralph Bunchy Center for African American Studies found that the top three talent agencies in the country are all led by white executives, are to blame for the lack of minorities on the big screen.
2: Well, they package the films, so they put the talent package it and sell them. Like, let's
1: go. Well, we've talked about Hollywood and changing and had a lot of talent that have been on the shows and asking them, like, has Hollywood changed with diversity? And maybe it slowly for surely is, even with ignorant statements that are made. So, all right, we're going to wrap up. Um... Courtney, where can fans find you?
2: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stuart Starlet.
1: Jesse, where can fans find you? Everywhere at DJ Jesse J. You can find me at Daryl Christian on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And you can find Jesse and I on WAGS Tuesday night after Buzz TV, the hey. new show. Wags. That's getting a lot of buzz as and well. And me and
3: Courtney on Love and Hip Hop
1: Word on Mondays. Everybody have a great weekend I and we will see you doing. next week.
0: From executives, Kevin Undergaro, Daryl Christian, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live. Scipio, Instagrammy at King Bay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood, Hollywood redefined. redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of VHL or its owners or principals.